0: Good morning and welcome as we continue our daily Bible reading for this Saturday, the 19th of March. We are in Zechariah chapter 6. Remember, uh, so far we've been reading in Zechariah how Zechariah is uh, speaking for God to the people to, to rebuild the temple. They've come back to the promised land. God has brought them out of exile. Um, and now he wants them to get back in line with him, get back in that uh that rhythm of worship, where they where once a week they come and they they give that day to the Lord, um, and they build the temple, and that becomes that visual reminder of God's presence in their midst. Such as the churches for us today, you see that steeple, and and uh, you know that God's present with us. You come into God's house, you're with God's people, you're around God's word, you're around the sacraments of baptism and Holy Communion. Um, so we have a lot of the same things there. Remember, these are a people who've been exile been in exile for quite some time, and so uh, they're in exile because their enemies were great. Greater than them. Uh, unfortunately, they, God allowed them to overtake them because they'd been unfaithful to God. They'd uh, practice idolatry. They hadn't always worshiped the true God, but God doesn't forget them. And here's an example of God's power coming back. And remember, um, Zechariah means God remembers. Uh, this is the hope that we always had. There's never a time that's so bad Uh, where God has completely forgot us if we will turn back to him if we repent and turn back to him uh, God has the power uh, to bring us back and so you get that sense in chapter 6 of Zechariah because again this is the eighth vision that's recorded here of the eighth and the last vision that's recorded here in Zechariah and notice Zechariah says I lifted up my eyes and I saw so this is a vision this is something that he saw not written down but he saw and here comes four chariots so chariots symbolize we think of tanks today or. pilots or or uh, uh, helicopters you know the Apache helicopters Um, and and here here they come and where do they come from they come from the mountains they come between the mountains this is definitely God saying I've not forgotten you I've come uh, but this is what's going to happen there are are four of them and and usually when you see four it means coming from from all directions north south east and west in other words it's a complete uh, it's a complete uh, battle that's going on here and in the colors too you can even uh, looking at the rest of scripture red oftentimes reminds us of blood so there's going to be bloodshed there's going to be battle there's going to be war black oftentimes symbolizes death um, people are going to die white uh, holiness uh, god's purity and then that dappled color, some have said that uh, maybe it represents times of famine or catastrophe that might happen there. But notice that every single one of them, all of them, verse three, are strong. So you know, when you and I look at our world and we look at the powers of our world and it seems like, wow, they're so strong. Like we're looking at Russia right now, attacking the Ukraine or the the fear of World War Three or atomic war or something like that. You know what? God is still always stronger. That's simply man. Um, God still rules. He reigns. Uh, in the world, no matter what happens in this, when this world, Paul says, whether I live, whether I die, I belong to the Lord. You and I can have that hope too. But here's just another example of God not forgetting His people, even though they've been unfaithful to Him. God still brings them back. He redeems them. He brings them. Uh, he brings them back. So, and especially against our enemies. Verse eight says, "Behold, those who go toward the north country." Uh, have uh, have set my spirit at rest in the north country. The north is where the enemy's at. The Babylonians were coming from the north, and, and that have been taken into into exile. Uh, but God is going to destroy them. He's going to take care of them, and therefore we can have this hope. But where is it centered in? Notice in verse 9, he comes back to the temple. He comes back to the priesthood. He comes back to, to his worship. It, he comes back to, most importantly, how we're set right with God. We may never be set right with our enemies. There are always going to be those who are just going to disagree with us. But the most important thing is to be set right with God. And that's what the priesthood did. did. The priests were the people that um, the people brought their sacrifices to, and they offered them up to God. But you and I know this side of uh, of the life of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is that perfect high priest who's gone into the temple, and the temple being his body, offered himself on our behalf. He's the one that set us right with God. He's won forgiveness for our sins, made peace with God. We now have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So he is that ultimate high priest who offered not an animal sacrifice, but himself who gave the once and for all sacrifice to never have to offer a sacrifice again because he paid for it. Remember, Jesus said from the cross, it is finished. It is paid for so while in this time he talks about raising up uh, joshua to be the high priest um, and in joshua he says uh, he says behold uh, he shall uh, he shall branch out for the, from this place that word branch should kind of trigger something in our mind because Jesus is that branch from the stump of Jesse that uh that gives us new life. And and from that branch comes comes life and leaves and uh, uh the the um uh, the fruits of our of our faith in in Christ. Um, and he is going to bring, um, so while it's talking about Joshua right here, ultimately it's speaking towards Christ, because look at that sentence at the end of 13, uh, and the council of peace shall, between, shall be between them both only one who can truly bring us peace. Jesus is our peace. He ultimately fulfills this prophecy. And notice in verse 15, he says, and those from far off will also come, which is kind of prefiguring the fact that Christ has come. God has sent his savior for both Jew and Gentile, for all people. He's from for everyone, anyone who would come to him. And then the chapter closes with this important verse. He says, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you the Lord of hosts is God God of armies uh, for us and and what are we called to do if you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord all of this will come to pass And so again, that call to repentance. Hey, tomorrow's Sunday, and it's the first day of the week. It's the day of Easter. Um, Not Easter Sunday yet. That's coming in a few weeks, but it's that first day of the week. And that reminds us again to to repent and come back to the Lord, that the victory belongs to the Lord. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And you and I have that hope through him. Zachariah reminds us that God remembers the coming of Jesus into the world. Is God fulfilling his promise he remembered all the way back to? Adam and Eve when he promised that one would come to crush the head of Satan, and he did it. So take hope in his peace um, as you live out your faith each day. Come to worship, uh, whether it's in, in your place of worship where you're at. If, you, if you'd like to come and worship with us, we'd love to have you here at 9 a.m. or join us online. Uh, go to our website, uh, stpaulsonline.org, and uh, we'd love to have you join us. God bless you.